0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth, host of Tide to BS. Being a part of Belly Up brings along some cool stuff and partners to join our crazy journey, that's for sure. Like Manskit, for instance. Finally! A way to delicately clean and trim your Fremundas without cutting them. Because that'll hurt like hell. Use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at Manscaped.com for 20% off your next order. That's BELLYUPFANTASY in all caps at Manscaped.com.
0: It's time to BS.
1: There's Jack here.
0: I've uh, foregone sleeves for the second episode in a row because I'm going full Pat McAfee on this. That's a... That's a whole ass Californian vibe right there. <laughs> it's it's that it's that kind of weather, and it's gonna be that kind of weather. Oh, uh, boy. We're, we're to we're about to have El Nino, so it's gonna be miserable. really. It's gonna be fucking miserable over there. Then it's be horrible. It's gonna be all humid and like dry, and then like there's. Oh my god, it's gonna be bad. Can we explain to the
1: audience what El Nino is for those who are not educated enough on the I mean, weather?
0: the best at explaining El Niño. I think basically it's like the SoCal area gets more moist weather pretty much. So basically you get either torrential downpour or extreme dry heat. Yeah. Uh let me let me find out. I w I wanna look for the <laughs> Welcome to um, the Sports game, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh it's basically gonna be um it's they this for for what we from what we've heard it's gonna it's gonna be uh this kind of weather, the El Nino is supposed to last until next uh, February. <laughs> are Whenever you kidding it me? It's going to start this summer and it's going to go until February. Are you
1: kidding me? <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's
0: going to suck.
1: <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the ninth edition of the Sports Cave. We are trying to do this again, and I mean again. Because we had a good vibe go we had a good streak going of doing this crap. But because time to BS is actually kinda popular, but BS sessions is more popular as well. The Sports Cave is like that red-headed cousin that does it, that gets invited to the cookout, but doesn't necessarily know why they're there.
0: They, they just kind of sit there in the corner and just be like, yeah, I'm here. they're like the anti social one.
1: They're that kid at the Lego club who knows what he's doing, but is too anti social to get involved. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's like we're both nerdy individuals here, so we can probably understand what the fuck that kind of person is. Sure. Two minutes. Fuck. All right, good. <laughs> Trying to get this crap back on YouTube too, so delightful, lovely indeed, very much so. Jack, how are you doing though?
0: I'm good. It's been a it's been a hectic week in the world of sports ball. I'm sports. not really like I I only have one team in the running right now. So <laughs> that's kind of oh, all I'm paying attention to. Shocker! It's not like I'm not watching hockey. We had a banger game seven last night. Holy um, shocker!
1: Hockey Lakers fan, Jack, is not wearing his jersey.
0: sitting in my closet right now. It's Maybe sitting I'll... in
1: your closet like R. Kelly is. Oh, my God. You ran right into that, though. <laughs> you ran
0: so far into that. Are we starting right now? Is the game actually starting? What? The Lakers. I don't know. I think it is. Oh, crap. I got to check Hulu.
1: You're a Dodgers fan. What? The Dodgers are in the running.
0: What are you talking about? Yeah, the Do- I forgot about the Dodgers. Drew. How did you forget about the Dodgers, of all things? I don't know how I forget about the Dodgers. The Dodgers are kicking ass. I guess I haven't mentioned them because I'm used to this. 25 minutes, by the way. They They're, tip uh, off. Okay. Yeah. They're probably waiting for the lottery to be over. I think the lottery is yeah, right
1: going on right now.
0: Yeah, I uh, I'm I'm used to this kind of thing with Dodgers. It's like, you know, you're having you're they're starting to find their footing. They're starting to have a kick ass regular season. Great, that's about normal. Show me the playoff success now. <laughs> Can I talk to you about that before we get to the conference finals?
1: Because I, Cause I, I wanted, to, cause I wanted to discuss with you that the Dodgers have two championships since 1985,
0: right? Okay. They have the 88. It's either 88 or 89. I the, it's uh, 88. I think it's 88.
1: Play. Because I remember. I remember they
0: beat the A's that year. Yeah. And then the 2020. The Mickey Mouse year. Which everyone's calling Mickey Mouse. But if it was a Mickey Mouse title. If it was so easy to win. Probably... Okay. You have one and a half championships.
1: Since 1985. Right. Let's call it that. So... Explain this to me, Jack. The Dodgers are owned by Disney, right? No. They're not?
0: No. Who the fuck owns them again? Where did you It's like the Guggenheim Baseball Company or something. The Guggenheim like that. Baseball Company. I don't even know if that's what it's called. Someone google this. As the two of I'm literally, us. I'm literally, Guggenheim Baseball Management. Okay. How what is their net worth?
1: Let's find out. If you don't mind me fucking asking, it's um, got to be in the billions. It has to be in the billions. There's no conceivable way it's not.
0: Guggenheim Baseball Management Net Worth: Four billion. He is the chief executive of Guggenheim Partners, an investment and advisory firm with more than two seventy billion in assets under management. Two hundred and seventy billion or is it that's his that's his company okay
1: this doesn't
0: make noise
1: that doesn't make any sense how the fuck are the
0: so explain this to me jack the owner like the owner himself this is 2022 i don't know how to find an up-to-date one.
1: So the point that we're making is the Dodgers are worth a fuckload of money. The point
0: that I'm making is the Dodgers wipe their poop with money. Correct. Pretty much. Correct. You're welcome for that imagery, but yeah. Correct.
1: Um, That's that terrible imagery that we'll have nightmares for now. So thank you for that. (laughs) You're welcome. But yes. Wrong button. Wrong button. Mm. There you go. I'm still... This needs to be labeled. You have
0: to label your soundboard. (laughs) (laughs) Smoke
1: you every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did, here's the here's, here's the problem with this. Thing. All the time, you have to label Here's the
1: problem with the soundboard. The actual board is not labeled, but if I open it up on the computer, it's
0: labeled. Yeah, that's what you you have to open it up. That's confusing to me. Print it out. Well, like you should have a printout of, like, which keys do, like, what sounds. And I'm just like...
1: I need, to, I need to screw with it. Okay, so back where I was saying, explain to me how the Dodgers, with that fucking revenue that they bring in per year, in the billions range, why the fuck are they the Washington Capitals of baseball?
0: Because it's about the players, and it's not about the money. I think a lot of people tend to forget a lot of times that the Dodgers aren't really, like, they don't buy their team every year. They've had they've had homegrown players for God knows how long. They have such a good, like, you ask anyone about their farm system. The Dodgers are, like, easily top two farm system in the MLB. Okay, And, you know, so much of their pieces come through there my point being it's like it's not like the Dodgers don't spend that kind of like ridiculous money on most players like yeah they're doing it with Mookie Betts um, they're doing it with Freddie Freeman so there are some pieces that they i guess buy the like, betts
1: the betts one is interesting because they almost had to do that when they traded for him
0: yeah they had to they had to but do like, it but like it's 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 like you know it won the world series so i'm not complaining about that um like, look at James Altman this year. James Altman's going to be the rookie of the year. I don't think there's really any debate. No, and he—they didn't buy him. He's been—he came up from the minors. He's been, he's been there, there for like what five years, five, something like that. Yeah, he's been there he has been there forever. Been a prospect in their system every season, and it's like. Well, not every, every season. Well, not every season. You know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's just, it's a matter of, like, the players just need to get the job done on the field, and they're not. Like, their biggest problem last postseason, they were leaving too many runners stranded. Like, against the Padres, they would get a bunch of hits, load the bases a lot, and then the guy, and then they would just, like...
1: Donut's sniffing you, by the way. She's sniffing you through the, through the, uh, the computer. Donut's sniffing me through the computer. Come here, come here, Bob. Now she's sniffing the microphone. Donut, you little fuck nugget. Get your
0: so tail. i gonna step on another round. tail. No, skedaddle. Donut.
1: Donut, I want to pick you up, you stupid. Oh boy. <sighs> to quote Saruman the Wise, so you have chosen death. Not literally. But like, damn, she got me. She got me good. Cats. Yes. Yeah, she got me
0: good. She flailed her claws at me. That's what. That's what they do. That, that is what they do. I live with three of them. I really? Of them. No, no shit, them. Sherlock. <laughs> but okay. The I don't let them jump up on my setup. Here. Where was? Where was I going with this? Uh, I was explaining why the Dodgers choke every year without, with despite all the money that they have. And I,
1: I know, just, know. I was going I with know. this. Why the fuck doesn't baseball have a salary cap?
0: Beats me. So, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, kinda, I'm a little bit casual on baseball. So.
1: Perfect person to ask this question because you are the Dodger fan who brings in billions of dollars per year. Don't make me spit up my Gatorade laughing. So, a perfect example of why the fuck are you a baseball team are the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pittsburgh has been dog shit. For God knows how long, and they only just got oh, they're a game back in Milwaukee. But that's beside the point. This is a team who 10 years ago had Andrew McCutchen with the MVP. Something like that. Something like that. And they were terrible, but they were like okay ish. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: Here's another example: the Seattle Mariners. Probably not the best example, but like you, you and I are both casual baseball fans, right? You would say, sure, yeah. So let's go with that. Leave like it on. I'll watch it. Yeah, like the Seattle Mariners have been inconsistent since 2002. Sure, they're te- they're a small market team. Okay. A better example of this situation: go to South Beach, where the Marlins play. If you need a perfect understanding of how of how baseball needs a salary cap, look no further than the Giancarlo Stanton trade. Look no further than that. Okay. The Marlins traded the reigning MVP of the National League to the fucking Yankees for a bag of potato chips, essentially.
0: Sounds like what the Rams have been
1: doing lately. (laughs) And Starling Castro. By the way, I don't know how the fuck Starling Castro got traded to Miami of all places. You, you you can't have someone with the last name Castro be in that be in that city. You, you just fucking can't. Yeah, like that's just that's like a five minute major penalty. The point I was getting to this is baseball wonders every fucking year why oh the Yankees the Red Sox. The sort of the Astros, the Dodgers in there, the Mets now. Teams that, you know, are expected to be in the top of the payroll or in the top of the revenue bring in, let's call it that way. Yeah. And then they're like, why the hell are teams like the Marlins or the Angels or Cincinnati? Not bringing in any money.
0: Okay, yeah, I think I think I think that is a legitimate question. I wonder because, like, look. At, like, I think the Angels are literally a perfect example of this. They have generational talent in Shohei Otani. Two of them. They have two of them, and then arguably the best player in baseball, Mike Trout. you, it's, you can argue when it's all said
1: and done. Mike Trout is a top five player ever. Yeah, ever. Mm-hmm. That's what we are witnessing. In Anaheim.
0: probably what we're going to end up witnessing with Shohei. And it's like that team, like, you've, have I shown you the picture before? I don't know if I can get it for you right now, but I have to have shown you the picture of, like, I showed somebody the picture of Angel Stadium during Shohei's pitching debut this current season. And it, was, it looked like a COVID crowd. Yeah. If you want to look
1: how small market teams, and this is Anaheim we're talking about here. This is Anaheim, California. This is a giant
0: city. Right? It's a huge city. I've it's a massive city in California. Massive. Not not really LA, but it's pretty big.
1: It's a, it's a decent fucking size city. Yeah. How the fuck does that
0: city not support that team? Well, again, it's a, it's like right next to LA. And it's like a lot of people there are going to be there for the Lakers or like they're going to be the Dodgers fans there. Like the L.A. teams have been around for a lot longer and they're probably yeah. the reason why Anaheim has so many teams. But it's like so many people are just like. And, and like I don't think it also helps that like a lot of the Anaheim teams suck right now.
1: I mean, the Ducks suck. Yeah. Speaking of, I don't know how the fuck they missed out on the first pick. Yeah, that's hilarious. That's the Ducks.
0: I, I, I guess we'll talk more about this when we get to hockey. But like, yeah, when we get to hockey, how do you lose out on the Crosby draft and the Connor Bedard draft? <laughs> Second in both years. It's just funny to me, but like
1: the, the Angels, great example as you said before.
0: But yeah, no. When when your team, like it, it doesn't matter if you're what city you're in. When you have two of these generational talents, and you still don't do shit. Yeah. Look at and the like, Mets. They're, they're not even winning to make up for it either, which is the thing. No, like, it, it, it doesn't matter. Like if the team starts winning, maybe they'll bring in a few more fans. But like the Angels have never been anywhere close to winning. Like what's their what's their, for twenty years? What's well, the record right now? Well, they had
1: they have a World Series under their belt, but still a World Series, a
0: singular ring. Uh, the Angels are currently third in the AL West. Their record's 22-20. and And they are currently losing to the Orioles right now. Here's another fucking example. Kansas City. The Royals.
1: Yeah. The Royals won a World Series in our lifetime. Mm Mm-hmm. What happened... It is the... It is the common... Path... For small market teams. Okay. We... We suck for a little bit, we build our farm system, get really good to okay-ish, maybe win a World Series in our in our lifetime, and then strip it down. The Royals are the perfect example of how this shit is run.
0: I wouldn't I don't know if I would call Kansas City a small market team. like sure, maybe in the context of the MLB, but they you got the Chiefs. You got the Chiefs, and that's it. Yeah, they have uh, soccer there too. There's sporting KC and MLS, but like okay, but that's that's, top four sports. That's soccer. Let's be clear here. It is. It is. I will say it is the the third highest spectator sport, third highest attended spectator sport in the country, is MLS. Okay, but like I don't watch enough MLS to like. (laughs) I don't blame you if you don't because their streaming service sucks and if you can't afford their streaming service then you have literally no way to watch games so okay so that's on them yeah. got it that's on them yeah that's, that's absolutely on them okay I could go on a whole other tangent about that because like i want to watch I just I can't I literally can't so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah we'll save that for time the Diamondbacks in Arizona there's a small market there's a fucking small market team that confuses the shit out of me And you wouldn't think it's a small market either because they got the Coyotes, they got the Cardinals. Yeah. They got the Suns. Well,
1: sorta. I mean, they're there. I mean, they're there. They're like an above ground pool. It's like, eh, it's a pool.
0: It's a pool. It's not an in ground pool, but it's a pool. (laughs) It's not heated it's uh it's, it's it's literally just a tub that you fill with water <laughs> it's the bath tub you had as a kid
1: when you would put on the
0: fucking snorkel
1: gear and just swim in the tub as a four year old <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who had a really good fucking childhood you know you you'll remember that image
0: <laughs> yeah uh wasn't exactly a, a, a bathtub for me, but it was more just like a tub, like just a giant bucket of water that you could sit in. All right. Here's another great example. The Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa's not a small market. Tampa
1: is... Th- in terms of the Buccaneers and the Lightning, yes, it is... It is, it is you're correct. But in terms of... For those of you who do not know, the Tampa Bay Rays do not even play in Tampa. They play in yeah, St. Petersburg.
0: I will say the Rays specifically are also kinda of, kind of a mystery because they they were the team that like they tried to move and play like half their games in Montreal. They wanted they wanted they wanted to be that team that played uh that played the, uh, like, half of their home games during the regular season yeah. in Tampa Bay, and then the other half would be in Montreal. Yeah,
1: which, by the way, I don't know how the fuck, like... I don't know how the fuck Montreal doesn't have a team, but, like,
0: you could also explain... I will say, though, if I'm a Rays fan hearing that, I'm probably finding another team. Oh, yeah. I'm probably, I'm like, probably, like... It's, it's like, it's... I'm a, I'm a very loyal guy. I'm a yeah. very loyal fan. Yeah. And, like, I, it's, it's hard to imagine, like... What happens, like, if the Rams relocate again? They're not. This is just, a, like, a, what's the word?
1: Take it from me. The Islanders almost moved to Hartford twice.
0: The hypothetical scenario. Like, if they, if they relocated again, then, like, I would probably still root for them. But, like, what if I was, like... I think here's a good example. Like, the, Coy- the Arizona Coyotes right now. What happens yes. if they lose their arena vote? They yeah. relocate. Houston. They I'm go to Houston. Probably, I'm probably done rooting for them. I'm probably, like knowing that a team wants to like move or has to move somewhere else I guess yeah the key, key, key difference between wants to and has to and a lot of well times at it they have to well
1: you mentioned the Rams before and they're a very interesting scenario because the Rams were originally from Los Angeles
0: they're from Cleveland
1: Cleveland okay let's Cleveland sure if you want to go that far back they're yes they're from Cleveland but their original fan base like, their diehard fan base is in Los Angeles. Yes. So, they didn't really relocate. They just sort of, like, moved back in with Mommy and
0: Daddy. Yeah, and I, if it, I feel like they made it kind of a mistake. I know we're kind of going off on a tangent from, like, the small market based stuff. But, like, but you know what I'm talking about, though. I, I know what you mean. They kind of just, like, corrected a mistake in their franchise history. Basically. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think they ever should have left St. Louis because they are unfortunately dealing with a bit of a fan gap is what I'll call it for lack of a better word, because yes. like, it's not like they don't have fans. The problem is you, you missed out on like two generations of fans because like they, SoCal didn't have a team. All of those fans were moving towards either like the Niners or the Raiders or something like that. And now it's like, now it feels like you're, you're kind of going to have to wait like a few more years before you start getting in, like, these uh, like these generations. Because, like, yeah. there are, younger, there are younger generations of fans that are becoming Rams fans. So it's not like they're not going to have fans, like, 10 years from now. No. I think 10 years from now, we'll start to see, like, the stadium sort of lean towards their side again. It's just, like, that wouldn't be a problem if you never left. Yes. If you would have stayed in L.A., this never is a problem. Yeah. But would you
1: agree that baseball needs a fucking salary cap?
0: I don't know. I I, I kind of think so, but like I don't know if that would really change how the small market... Teams I think it would help the small market teams. It would help the small market teams in that the big market teams wouldn't be able to spend Correct, as much like money as they do. Like the Dodgers, I mentioned, they, sp- they threw all this money at Mookie, they threw all this money at Freddie Freeman. They wouldn't be able to do that if there was a salary cap.
1: But you, but they would, but they would put more effort into, let's say, well, you guys have no fucking problem with this. Your farm system, double AA, A, triple A, yeah, you know, like that. It, the entire farm system. How far back does it go? You can expand the farm system even further and go. Hey, we'll call this guy from like you know triple A or whatever the hell it is. Or I'm not invested in the minor league system enough to really know. Everything, but you—you you get what
0: I'm talking about. I do. Maybe we start seeing like more, like instead of like uh, Mookie got a 12-year deal with the Dodgers, and yeah. then Freddie got like a, I think, I think it was a six-year deal. It was like a see? six or seven-year deal. Start seeing like five, six, seven-year deals more often instead yes. of like eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve-year deals. Like we won't get Jake Cutler getting that seven-year contract from the Bears. Oh my God. We we'll, we won't get that. No, I'm saying, oh my god, because of the draft lottery. What happened? Who who won the first pick? San Antonio. No shit. <laughs> San Antonio. <laughs> That's the, draft the Spurs got the first pick. The Spurs are gonna get Wemby. Um, the Pistons got dropped to fifth. Greg
1: Popovich is gonna work his fucking magic, man. Holy shit. Congratulations, San Antonio. You <laughs> jokes. Charles Barkley impression. L- listen, San Antonio, they got the first pick, but they also got some big old women down there. You know, I understand why, because they got the churros. Congratulations, San Antonio. You're relevant again. You're relevant again for the first
0: time in two years. <laughs> that's funny. All, all, all of that tanking from Popovich, and they're going to get one beat, one
1: beat. Oh, my God. That's great to me. Oh, Lord. Oh, it's fucking awesome. Only
0: a few years separated from Tim Duncan. Like, Quote
1: John, that's huge. Greg Popovich is going to work his fucking magic. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of basketball,
0: um, Doc Rivers. A little bit surprised at that one. I'm not. I'm not. I explain. I, Elaborate. So, I don't know
1: how the fuck Doc Rivers has been a head coach for this long. Granted, I understand why he got the job in Philadelphia. Because who was the head coach prior to him? Brett Brown. Right? So, granted, he did turn Joel Embiid into a league MVP. There's that. But the same fucking point, when you have 10 Game 7 losses in your career... Which is five more than any coach in history. That's I don't bad. know how you're a head coach for that long.
0: That's bad. Yeah, that's horrible. But it's yet, like, what, what, what did what did uh, he's in? Uh, he's the Sixers, or he was the Sixers. He head coach, was right? the Sixers head coach for three he, years. Didn't they make the Eastern Conference Final, or not the Eastern Conference Final? But they made like. Three straight, like really deep playoff runs. They've
1: never made. Philadelphia has not made it to the Eastern Conference Finals since I think two thousand three.
0: I could be reading this article. All you could day. be reading this wrong. I, I was. I re- I saw something the other day. I don't have it right. You so probably long. got it from Ballsack Sports. I did not get it from Ballsack. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'd be funny though. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: funny ass page. Doc
1: Rivers. Phenomenal with the Celtics, confusing as shit with, with the Clippers. The granted negative third round or second round exit. Okay. Granted. Did make the Clippers fun to watch for a very long time.
0: Right? You would say? You're gonna be hard pressed for to get me to call the Clippers fun the watch Okay, but like Lob City was fun to watch.
1: With Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, and and Blake Griffin. Come on. Okay. If they were on the Lakers, you would say that's fun. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. And then the most confusing firing of them all was Monty Williams. Yeah, that one was weird. I, I saw that, and John texted me that and said, the Suns fucked up. And then I respond. And I responded with, "What did they do?" And he said, "They just fired Monty Williams." And I'm like, <laughs> "Just like,
0: what are you doing?" Yeah, that, that's a weird one. The Suns to me were a work in progress team. Work in progress. I think they were. No, here's why I think they were a work in progress. Okay, team. please explain. They need more. They're too top heavy. They need more. The Kevin Durant trade fucked them. Yes. But I, the, I, I still, I, th- I still think that they had pieces to make a to make, but you would think could make a run. But like they need more. However,
1: eight out of ten times that trade becomes available, you make that deal. Sure. Okay, seven out of ten. Let's call it that.
0: Like, let me let me see. I'm trying. Let me let me find the roster.
1: The Brooklyn Nets said, "Here, give us a shitload of talent." of prospects, including Macal Bridges for this guy who's coming up for torn Achilles granted a few years
0: ago, but still Evan Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul I mean, and DeAndre Aiden. DeAndre Aiden, yeah, like that's not I, I don't think that's a bad lineup, it's that's not, a, not a it's a court. very good lineup, that's just what I mean that's just what I mean by work in progress because like, I think they still need some more pieces because I don't know, who's it, their it bench? Who is their fucking bench? I don't I don't even know who their bench is. I just found a list of their players. Exactly. Exactly my point. Like, And that's 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 what I mean by like, it, it feels like there's still some missing pieces. They're still kind of unfinished. They're like the Edmonton Oilers. And then you fire your... No, the, the Oilers are a different story. I'll get to them later. But like, you, you fire them... You fire your head coach in the middle of season while you still just all you need is a few more pieces you can build up, and then you fire your coach, the
1: best coach they've they've had. It's a step in the wrong direction. It's like it's it confuses the shit out of me because then Monty Williams, I think, is the winningest head coach in the last three years. I think I'm right with that one. He's won know. more games than any coach since 2020. I hope I'm right with that.
0: I don't know how to find that exact.
1: I don't know. We'll figure it out eventually. We're, we're 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 relatively smart individuals. More Jack than me, but like if I if I, look, if I look
0: for it hard enough on the internet, I'm sure I'll find it somewhere.
1: Yeah, I hear you. I know what can get you jacked up. Um, yeah. Can a cocky Lakers fan Jack enter the chat, please?
0: Not really. Like, I can. I absolutely can. But um, that I, I'll more be cocky about the second round because I know the Lakers have a huge test against the Nuggets in the third round. But yeah. good bye. Good fricking bye, Golden State. And they might lose their GM. Bob Myers might be gone. I don't know if they deserve to lose their GM, but uh, you know it, it, it was about time that somebody uh, somebody ended the uh, the reign of terror, if you will. And it does legitimately feel like the end because now look at the situation their franchise is in.
1: They're gonna Curry's trade
0: Draymond on Green. They're gonna trade Most Draymond. Sticking around, it's like it's it's just Curry. It's it's not even it's not just that,
1: but. We'll discuss Golden State in a few minutes, but like I let's preview the Western Conference final, shall we? Because
0: the Lakers were a seven seed. The Lakers were a seven seed that, want, that had to win a play-in game in overtime because they choked with 1.4 seconds left on the clock. It went to overtime, and then overtime is where they clutched up, and then they beat the Grizzlies in six and the Warriors in six. Keep in mind here, those are arguably two bet
1: the two two of the better offenses in the Western Conference. Exactly.
0: They the shut them is, down. The thing is though, I don't I don't think it was that difficult for the Lakers to shut down Golden State once they realized like, oh, all they do is shoot threes, and which and that's honestly that's a good chunk of Golden State's offense. They just try for threes. That's ninety like, percent of their offense. In the games, they were, in the games Golden State dominated in this series. It was because they were just couldn't stop hitting from three, and the Lakers weren't really defending them that well. And then they make the switch and they put Dennis Schroeder on Steph Curry, and Curry was just just couldn't do anything.
1: Matthew I've Delva Delva two point
0: one. I've never seen him be so like inaccurate when it comes to three point shooting, or just like like what was he like? There was a point in the game where he was four for fourteen, I think. Yeah, which is
1: un- which is unheard of.
0: Yeah. For Steph Curry. Like, this is Steph Curry, like the premier three point. This shooter is Steph
1: this Curry, game. the greatest shooter in the NBA in NBA history. And
0: Dennis, and Dennis Schroeder was saying, just repeatedly said no. Dennis,
1: Dennis Schroeder, Schroeder like, and his hair that looks like an ice cream cone.
0: <laughs> and he got fouled out too during that game. Which and is funny. It, it didn't even matter though, because like he just couldn't hit. Yeah. Couldn't do shit.
1: Do you think Denver what what do you think Denver what do you think that series will go to? Cuz Jack, you have my vote and I might have to back out of that so you don't punch me in the face. I'm going
0: Lakers in 7. I think the same thing. I really do. Okay, so I'm not going to punch you in the face. Oh my god, I think Lakers in 7. I okay. think um, you know, everyone's been talking about with these two teams about how the Lakers don't really seem to, like, have the offense to keep up with the Suns. The Nuggets, the you mean? Is the, or the Nuggets, yeah. These two teams, the problem is, have not played against each other since December. And the Lakers are a completely different team. Yes. And, you know, when, it's, when you got LeBron James and Anthony Davis clicking in the playoffs and you have the starting lineup rolling the way it is, and, like, the, some of the bench players are contributing insanely as mm-hmm. well. Like, mm-hmm. Rui Hachimura, I love that trade. Dennis Schroeder's playing well, Jarrett Vanderbilt's playing well. Austin Reeves him. Of all things. Like th- this is such this is such a this is a much deeper Lakers team than I think a lot of people realize. And I think when you come when it comes down to like th- these moments in the postseason, I don't think the Lakers are really gonna back down. I think the Suns are gonna see a different beast. I'm not going to call them out just yet because I know how good Jokic is. And, you know, one key difference that people were talking about when we played the Nuggets in 2020 versus when we played them this year is we don't have Dwight Howard anymore. And we kind of put Dwight Howard on Jokic. And the Lakers don't really have that kind of secondary guy to shut down Jokic anymore. And Jokic, I think, had better numbers against Anthony Davis than anybody else this season. So... That's kind of my only thing is, like, is AD going to clutch up or is Dennis Schroeder going to play? Is he going to defend Jokic or what's going to happen? Jokic is obviously the number one guy you have to keep an eye on if you're the Lakers. But, you know, the Nuggets just have too good of an offense to, like, back down easily either. They've been the number one seed in the West basically all season. I don't see any reason this series doesn't go to seven games. Who do you think wins the East? Ooh, that's a tricky one.
1: I have a hot take, my friend. you have a hot take. Heat in five. Ooh, heat in five. Heat in wow. five. I will snort that heat culture. That's
0: a that's a seven game series too. It's tough to predict the winner on that one. I the, uh, will the, snort uh, that heat culture, my friend. I don't care if it's the Heat, but the uh, Laker fan in me wants to see wants to get the Celtics in the final round. So you get you get in the NBA final, you get. The Lakers and Celtics, the two teams tied for the most titles in league history, playing each other for 18. Yes. That'd be sick. That'd be a cool story. That'd be fucking awesome. Um But let's
1: be honest here. Los Angeles and Miami, Stephen A. Smith wants that.
0: <laughs> I know what Stephen A. Smith wants.
1: <laughs> that'd also be a fun as fuck series. Either way, it'd be fun. that'd be fun as shit. <laughs> You know what else is set? What the conference finals in the NHL? Ooh,
0: Ooh. Seattle! You were so close. You failed. Mm. You failed when you were so close. Although I will mm. say that was from a neutral standpoint, that was a banger of a game seven.
1: Here's another. Here's another good thing. The Kraken are going to be coming.
0: They are uh coming. I'm are the Kraken? missed that joke, I see. I did not miss the joke, I just tried to skip over it.
1: <laughs> Alright, it's enough, George Michael. <laughs> May he rest in peace. <laughs> I gotta change that to, like, Kenny G's Songbird <laughs> That's even worse.
0: <laughs> Stop getting ideas. No! <laughs> I have my ideas.
1: Vegas and Dallas, part two. <laughs> all
0: right, so I can't, I can't. If, you know, any, I've seen comments on social media talking about how, uh, you know, all these Sunbelt teams in the final because you have Vegas and Dallas in the West and then Carolina, Florida in the East.
1: Um, I was pissed off Florida. You know, I was pissed off the entire country of Canada.
0: I, I think the whole. I think the and like people are saying the NHL is pissed because they hate. They don't really favor these markets. I can assure you right now, the NHL is not pissed because the Golden Knights are their favorite franchise. The NHL loves them, the Golden Knights. See, I, I don't, I don't think you're them. wrong. I don't think you're wrong, but I also I don't think you're right. The league, and like this was a Toronto review. This wasn't just some refs. I watched the league allow a Vegas Golden Knights goal against the Kings. Even though before the puck went in the net, Phil Kessel was falling into the net and they ruled that he was shoved into the net by a Kings player. But the, with the one part of his body that is free, that's not being held by anything, it's his arm. And he grabs the net and rips it off before the puck goes in and they still say it's a Vegas goal.
1: Toronto would like a word because the Maple Leafs have been getting dick sucked by the league for over 30 years.
0: Not as bad as the Golden Knights.
1: Not as bad as the Knights because the Knights if are a new franchise. As bad
0: as the Golden Knights, then the Maple Leafs would still be in the playoffs. Let's and be
1: clear win. here. Vegas has been around for five years? Six
0: years. Six years. Okay. They've been around for six seasons, and of those six seasons, they've made the conference final at least four times.
1: So you have a right to complain because they're in your fucking division. I do. Okay,
0: but I'm all. But I'm also tired of it because it's like just. When has an expansion team ever come into the league and just done this? Like Seattle hasn't done this. Seattle's been here for Seattle, two years. In our division, I had every right to hate them, and they just they had a much more like fun traditional way of doing things. For they're they're the likable expansion team. Okay. They're, they're, like, they're, like, it's, like, the, someone, someone made, like, a comic, like, a meme comic where, like, Vegas is, like, or Seattle's the new guy at the company that, like, you welcome and, like, think that they're a cool guy, and then Vegas is, the, the new guy that you want, that makes you want to call HR. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. That's pretty much where... That's I'm a actually. good one, actually. That's pretty much my feelings on the this. Dallas and Six. Yes. Maybe
1: seven, but... And then I want to see Florida make it. I can't root for Chuck. I know, but I I feel like it's going to be Carolina because they're so well fucking coached. They are. They're They're unbelievably
0: well coached. The thing is, you just can never count on an underdog, especially like Florida. Like, there's reasons the Panthers are being compared to the LA Kings in 2012. They're just that kind of, like, scrappy underdog. Well,
1: to be fair, Boston did choke faster than a a $2 whore. Let's be clear with that here.
0: They did. I'm not saying you're wrong. It's just, like, (laughs) underdogs, (laughs) you need to stop right now. Wait, wrong
1: one. They did choke better than, like, a $0.20 whore in Los Angeles. That was
0: better. <laughs> you know what makes this whole thing funnier? What is the fact is the fact that for the past like minute or so donuts been using the litter box in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I got I couldn't take my eyes off <laughs> Take your eyes off my cat, please. I will. No, <laughs> she's too cute. I sh- I, like I, sh- I shouldn't be watching your dog or your. your dog. My, yes,
1: clearly, because that's a do- that's a dog. That's a dog. <laughs> um, yes, clearly, because this feline is a dog.
0: Where were we?
1: the The Eastern Conference Finals in the Eastern NHL.
0: Conference, okay, so like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go back, zoom out a little bit and go back to the whole, like the four final teams. If I, if I had a rooting interest in like uh, in any of the final four teams, I got to give it to Carolina. Although Carol, that's just because like, I I don't really have a person or team to hate on Carolina. No, maybe Brent Burns, but like Brent Burns hasn't been in the ever since the trade. He hasn't really been in, in the division for God knows how long, so haven't really had a reason to hate Brent Burns as of late. I can't stand Vegas. For good Uh, reason. The defenseman, what's his name, Yanni Hockenpah, who injured Drew Dowdy, is still there on Dallas, and uh, I can't root for Matthew Kachuk. I just... It's... It's, like, just a matter of grudges for me that I can't really seem to get over, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, but... So if we were to go,
1: um, so if I were to pick Vegas and Florida in the final, that'd be the anti-Jack final.
0: I'd just root for Florida. Even though I would hate to root for Kachuk, I would still root for Florida. I would want
1: Florida to make it. I, I, w- I, I would like Florida and Dallas. That'd be a fun final to watch. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be that would really be fun. fun. That would be like... Yeah, I like that. Speaking of fun stories, Jean Morant, please be suspended for the whole season.
0: Did I, wait, hang on. Did we did we talk about the uh, the whole uh, Edmonton thing yet? Because I mentioned I was going to talk about Edmonton.
1: We'll talk. Yeah, go rant on uh, rant on the Oilers,
0: please. Okay. Um, this. The, I think this is a hot take because, especially because of the way we that we were just talking about some of the NBA head coaches. I think Jay Woodcroft needs to be fired by the Oilers. I do. Okay. Because he has not. He's had so many first round picks as of late. Like obviously, there's Connor McDavid, and then you have so, you like you have this like super elite duo with uh, Connor McDavid and Leon Drysital. Hundred fifty points each per season to them. And they waste it on a second round exit. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I don't think the Oilers, like this is going to, this part of the rant is going to be me sounding biased because they beat the Kings in the first round. Yes. I don't think they should have. As bitter and as salty as that sounds, I think Stuart Skinner as a goalie got bailed out. Yeah. Because that game game six was, it looked like it was headed for overtime. It looked like maybe the Kings could have even won it. And the Oilers bailed them out by scoring, like uh, bailed out Skinner by scoring a random last-second goal. And it was like, if that game goes to overtime, or if the Kings actually are able to capitalize on that momentum in Game Six, that's a seven-game series. And then who the hell knows what's happening? Yes. But Stuart Skinner is a garbage goalie. Yes, I think he's a garbage goalie. He is. And the the Oilers Woodcroft just keeps putting him in the net and then yanking him out against Vegas. He got pulled three different times in that series. Now, the same a similar thing happened with Dallas. Um, I, they 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 pulled Jake Ottinger. They put in uh, I think Scott Wedgewood as their other goalie.
1: Um, yeah,
0: but like when they they put Ottinger back into the lineup for Game Seven, and Ottinger played out of his fucking mind. I thought I thought he played a, his best game basically ever in that in that game. That was a, that was a Game Seven where goalies. Uh, Needed to. Oh my God! The Lakers just destroyed Jokic right there. Holy crap! Um, (laughs) They, uh, they, the Oilers just found themselves in a situation where Skinner kept getting pulled. Like they, they, they would keep putting him in the net, and 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 then pulling him, and then just putting him back in. If you're Jay Woodcroft, you can't be going back and forth like that all the time. No. You have to make your decision, and you have to stick to your man. And if Skinner is not your guy, and I think Jack Campbell has been solid for them. Or at least more solid than Skinner. I understand why you want to play him, because like he's a Vezna finalist. I, I think the Vezna finalist thing is bullshit.
1: Elias Sorokin Skinner, should win the fucking Vesna.
0: Skinner, Stuart Skinner does not have the experience needed to win at the playoff level, and you can't just keep writing that into the postseason. And I think ironically, this is gonna also sound biased. The perfect example of that is the Ducks in twenty fourteen. Yes. When they when uh they um Freddie they Anderson, try, right? They wanted to try to light a fire under not Freddie Anderson, it was um Gibson. Yeah, Gibson came in for Hiller, for Jonas Hiller. They wanted to light the fire under Jonas Hiller. So they, that was they put, the year you guys beat them in seven, right? It was, yeah. So they in game four or game three they put in Anderson. They win, but they're not confident with Anderson. So they put they put in Gibson. Gibson gets a shutout. Gibson's their starter for the rest of the series. He let in like a really soft goal to win the game for the Kings in game six, and then game seven comes and it's like. Gibson is playing in his third NHL game ever, his fourth NHL game ever, something like that. Yeah. And he just eats shit. It probably could have been a much closer – I'm not saying the Kings would have lost, but I'm saying it would have probably been a much more, like, in doubt or, like, tighter down the wire game seven if Hiller was in the net for game seven. But instead they go with the inexperience with John Gibson and he just pisses himself.
1: By the way, John Gibson would be a – Much, he would be a phenomenal trade asset to anyone. And you
0: look at... uh, Just throwing that out there. I I don't think you're wrong. But you you look at what the Oilers did with Skinner. They basically did the exact same thing. They got a couple good performances out of Skinner, and they tried to force it, and it didn't work. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you that Woodcroft needs to be fired. A lot of that ultimately comes down to the fact that the like Woodcroft has not done anything with all the depth that his team has. All they have is McDavid and Drysaddle putting the puck in the net. And Nurse. Hockey is not a player sport. Hockey. This is not the NBA where you need like a duo to succeed. This is a team sport. Every single person on your team has to be clicking at all times. And if it's just McDavid, it's just Saddle putting the puck in the net. And Woodcroft has not been able to get anything out of their bottom six guys except in, like, some random – like, it happened against the Kings. It didn't happen at all against Vegas, though. Nope. The Kings just didn't – they didn't forecheck enough. I think – I don't think the Kings played as tough as they were capable of playing against the Oilers. Mm-hmm. They need to have a tighter forecheck. They need to play forward. They need to play more physical – and you know at the end of the day i think that that's like the way the way woodcroft coached this series i think it was a fireball offense because you can't be wasting years of mcdavid like you saw those years that he and dry subtle had and they're out in the second round they don't even make it to the conference final Woodcroft it feels like is just wasting them at some point it has to give because you can't be wasting those years and
1: in that market too let's be clear here Canada the Canadian market is like a fireball for
0: hockey yeah yes, I I can attest to it Oilers fans are uh, like they know their shit there are reasons why I'm not afraid to mess with them just because the smallest thing will trigger them well, Oilers fans know the their Oiler shit also. Game one, I'll put it to you this way. In game one against the Kings, the Oilers took a penalty in overtime that ended up costing them the game. And before the Kings even scored the winning goal, they were throwing trash on the ice.
1: I remember that. I remember that.
0: But yeah, that's that's just kind of the fan base that the Oilers are, and they they're not going to tolerate this kind of failure. And and if Woodcroft gets another gear where they where the Oilers get nothing out of McDavid and Dreisaitl, or despite having McDavid and Dreisaitl, I think I think you're done. I think Woodcroft's yeah. got to go. Yeah. Um. This feels like just peanut gallery chirping because they beat our team in the final. But like that's a little not bit. In the final, but in the. You know what I mean? Not a little bit. I just—that's just, just kind of how I would view the Oilers if I'm an outsider. Like I really do legitimately believe that Stuart Skinner got bailed out in yeah. the first round against the Kings. Yeah, I and mean, the I, Kings just didn't show up.
1: I had a question for you before we uh, close up shop for the day. Um, the Denver Broncos expectations. People are saying that Denver can finish as high as the number two seed in the AFC. Oof. I saw, I saw a few articles that said, hey, there are people that will literally say the Sean Payton hire could turn the tides in the entire AFC conference.
0: It could, but maybe not right away. It's I like to
1: look at Denver as like the ultimate hit or miss prediction.
0: I, I think that you're... you're- spot on there. They're it's more cool.
1: hit or miss than the Jets. Because the Jets at least have a top five defense and they and they have a very good roster.
0: I will talk to you more about my expectation for the Jets in a moment. But like when it comes to the Broncos, I, I agree with the Broncos. It's totally hit or miss because you just don't know. The hope is that Russell Wilson and it has a resurgent year. I think Sean Payton is a great head coach to have one mm-hmm. under. It's just a matter of like I, I think it's a matter of it can't possibly be any worse. No, it really because can't. I, it, Sean Payton's not the kind of head coach that's going to lose the locker room. Or they're yep. going to lose control of the locker room the way Nathaniel Hackett did. I, get a
1: test to this. Can, I can attest to this. I can attest to this. I
0: can attest to it because my team's the one that...
1: He's a Parcells guy. He's a Parcells guy. Sean Payton comes from the Bill Parcells coaching tree.
0: It's... Jesus, you're not... I don't know what I'm trying to get at here, but I, you're not you're not going to get a uh, two like abysmally bad seasons out of this no. in a row. If you do, I think he m- hopefully will have the team to make up for it this time. So the okay, thing is, though, the thing is, if that happens, they're probably like a fringe playoff team. I will look at you can't be winning games. You can't be expecting to win games in spite of your quarterback. Okay, Denver's starting offense as listed
1: right here, considered uh, courtesy of com, is as followed. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, Marvin Mims, dash receivers, Garrett Bowles, Ben Powers, Lloyd Cushenberry, Quinn Miners, Mike McGlinchey, Chris Mannertz, Craig Dolchish, Craig Javante Williams, Saman J. P. Ryan, Russell Wilson, that offensive line got better. It did. Defense. Zach Allen, DJ Jones, Jonathan Harris, Baron Browning, Josie Jewell, Alex Singleton, Randy Gregory, Pat Sertain, Kareem Jackson, Justin Simmons, Demary Mathis, Kawan Williams. Okay. All right. I love Denver's fan base, and I have a soft side for the Broncos. Thank you, Mike. But it feels to me that's like, okay, your biggest enemy is yourself.
0: Yeah. And arguably your quarterback, too. I can agree. Because you just don't know. You don't know what kind of year you're going to get out of Russ. You don't know what kind of year you're going to get out of just the team as a whole. If Russ has another stinker season, like then the Broncos, I think, are in legitimate like blow it all up mode. Because it's hard to say they didn't already. They already had like the head coach firing and yada yada. But it's just you spent all this money on Russell Wilson, and if he puts up two stinker years in a row and just proves to not be the guy. Like you, that's the kind of contract that you sign with a guy where you demand results. And if they don't, if the results aren't there right out of the gate, or not right out of the gate, but like within the first like two or three years, if there's no results whatsoever out of the Broncos, like you're 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 dead in the water. Yeah, you're fucked.
1: You're straight fucked. Now, I did speak to Mike. Um, before the Sean Payton hire like this was last season, early into last season and he was like Dan, who would you think the Broncos should go after at head coach and without even a fucking hesitation I told him Sean Payton would be your guy Sean Payton literally is the only head coach out there on the market that can fix this team up in day fucking one day one only head coach that can do that If you look at that roster... If they did not make the trade for Bradley... To send Bradley Chubb to Miami... That defense is fucking elite. Yeah. It is. And... If the Sean Payton system works with Russell Wilson and says... Russ... You're not doing this shit. You're not doing that shit. You're not... You're doing this shit instead... If he can do to Russell Wilson what he did to Drew Brees, Ooh. and this is Drew Brees with legs, we're talking about here with Russell Wilson.
0: Yeah, 100%. Like, the escapability on Russell Wilson is otherworldly. Like, when he's peak Russell Wilson, you, can, you just can't stop You him can't stop unless him. You're Aaron Donald, unless you're Aaron Donald, you can't stop the guy. You You cannot
1: stop him. If Russell Wilson is on, you do not stop him. I can attest to this. Yeah. See, P- see their game against Pittsburgh in 2015 for details.
0: I'm We're, still going to say Aaron Donald's like the only guy who has a chance. You well, never want to come yeah. out. But like, yes. mo- no one else is going to catch him
1: Okay, when he's on. Okay, here's another example of what I'm talking about here. The Kansas City Chiefs are not going to be as good as they were last year.
0: Hmm. That's, that's a hot that's take. Okay. That's
1: a really hot take. The only reason I say that, the absolute only fucking reason I say that is because I do know... You replaced Orlando Brown, who is your starting left tackle for three years, with... Granted, still a good player, but a fossil in Donovan, but not a significantly downgrade at left tackle in Donovan Smith. Significant downgrade.
0: This was this current offseason or last offseason?
1: This current offseason. Orlando Brown goes to Cincinnati.
0: Forgot about that one. Um, I don't
1: know. And Andrew Wiley, also gone. You're replacing with Jawan
0: Taylor. Here, here's my thing. I understand these are important players. I'm not saying they're not important, but like we kind of were seeing the same thing happen last on, year. Uh, last year, yeah. Like this is yeah, this, I know. all. Of this sounds like exactly like I know. I know. Year. And as long as you have, as long as long as you have Patrick Mahomes at like quarterback, you're. Uh, yeah. Probably not going to lose too many games.
1: You're not going to lose too many games, but like the the path to get there just got significantly harder.
0: But if there's any coach and any quarterback I trust to get it done, it's Reed and Mahomes. Oh,
1: if Andy Reed and Patrick Mahomes were on the Rams, I would never hear the end of it from you. Oh my God, I would never hear be, the end of it from you. In
0: your face for the rest of your life.
1: I, I would be. be- just picture it Sean McVay coaching Patrick Mahomes in Los oh Angeles oh my god dude just think Sean about McVay it
0: Sean McVay with Patrick Mahomes that's a dynasty
1: you're like in a- dynasty <laughs> I'm doing that in Madden now thank you very much oh I gave you I,
0: I'm, I'm shocked you I'm haven't gonna, done it yet I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, switch my I'm uh, gonna switch my <laughs> I'm gonna switch my custom player to receiver and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna catch Patrick uh, passes from Patrick Mahomes on the rims I'll bring Odell back too cause why not Jesus fuck Um,
1: I'm not saying the, I'm not saying the chiefs are not going to like
0: lose the division outright. I'm not saying that. No, I'm saying the down down years for the chiefs are AFC championship games. Like their franchise has gone. The only
1: reason I say they're not going to be as good as they were last year is because Cincinnati got in, got infinitely fucking better on the offensive line. Infinitely better.
0: And that's like what they needed. Yes, that was the one thing they needed. All you're missing is protection for Joe Burrow. If you can can get good protection for Joe Burrow, the Bengals are going to be on a roll.
1: Lyle Collins, if he's 100% who he was in Dallas, where he is now, they're not going anywhere. Orlando Brown is your left tackle. You got him a five-year deal. He's not going anywhere. The Jets... Actually, this is going to be a longer show than I thought.
0: The fucking Jets... the Jets the Jets the Jets the Jets
1: if the Jets are as good as what people are saying and by people I mean the entirety of U Stadium (laughs) pretty much if the Jets are going to be as good as what we think they're going to be and then let's not forget about Baltimore who just signed Lamar Jackson again The Bills are still there. And then we have this sneaky little team in Florida.
0: Quote, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, I don't even know if we're going to be the best Florida team because you have Miami down there too. But the Jaguars, I think, got better. Hot take number three. The Jaguars
1: beat the the Dolphins by record. Really? Yes.
0: Yes. Make that a U stadium, thing. I, I might actually do that. Do it right now.
1: Not doing it right now. I'll do it later. Okay. Use stadiums has been causing me ass of a time lately, so. I'll probably just put it on Twitter. But, like. Fucking. The Cleveland. Well, that terrible example. But, like.
0: The entire AFC East got better. Pretty much. My thing about the Jets, I mentioned I was going to talk about my Jets expectations earlier. Yeah. I think my expectations for the Jets are a little bit higher than most people. Now, granted, I'm not saying this team will go to the Super Bowl. I'm no. I'm not saying this team will go make like a deep run in the playoffs right away. Yes. But I expect them to do that pretty soon because – you look at the track record of most of the recent Super Bowl champions, not named the Chiefs. Like, look at what the Rams did in year one with Stafford, Super Bowl. Yep, the Eagles in year one with Hurts, they make it to this, they make it to the Super Bowl. Well, technically you know, year two with Hurts, it, but like it was year two with three, yeah, but it's close enough. Close enough. The um, there was another team. It was like I'm trying to forget which team. Cincinnati. Cincinnati yeah, exactly.
1: year one a full season of Joe Burrow Super full Bowl year
0: one like all of these teams are getting these new quarterbacks and it's both young and old like we mentioned like like the Chiefs did it basically with Mahomes too he, in year two where he was a starter they won the Super Bowl well that third year but like no is his he's year one he wasn't year it was season. year two as
1: a starter
0: it was year two y- as a starter you are you so you're
1: season. sort of correct
0: so, like, you got so like at that time he was the young guy and then, yep the, and then like. Hurts is a young guy. The, the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl, but they made the Super Bowl in year two. Should have fucking won it, but I digress. And then, like the Ram- and, like it's happening with the old guys too. The Rams, Matthew Stafford, he's been in the league for like 14 seasons now. Yeah, and he in, like in year one in LA, he won a Super Bowl. All of these teams are bringing in like new guys, like big explosive new signings or trades or acquisitions or whatever. And it's like... It's working. It's working. And you could see it with Seattle, too. You could see it with the Seahawks. You look at the pieces that the Jets have. My point is, look at the pieces that the Jets have. Brees Hall's coming back. They signed Alan Lazard. Didn't they sign Randall Cobb? They signed Randall Cobb. Garrett Wilson. I mean, this team... I think CJ Uzoma's still there, right? Uzoma's still there. Tyler Conklin's there.
1: Um... Yeah, Cobb's there. Mims is there. Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Michael Hardman. They got a half Michael decent a line. J-
0: oh my god, dude! Yeah, this Hardman's
1: their crazy. slot receiver. Defensively, John Franklin Myers, Quentin Jefferson, Quentin Williams, Carl Lawson.
0: Quentin Williams is a maybe right now. It's, it's
1: a, it's a maybe. Franklin. Let's call it a maybe. But even if, but even if it's a maybe, you move John Franklin Myers to his spot. Jermaine like John Johnson's there as well.
0: Sauce Gardener, DJ
1: Sauce. Reed, Chuck well, Clark, Jordan Whitehead, Michael Carter, too, Sauce Gardener. This is a good team. This is a this is a top is a five defense in the league. About the Jets,
0: after every year that they've just had these last several years, we lost to the bad Jets.
1: We're not going to hear the end of it from Frankie or Nick if the Jets win their
0: division. This is a good team. This is like, a I'm sneaky not, good team. team. Yes, not sneaky good. This is no, good this team. is a good team. Like there, there's a legitimate shot that the Jets can can make a little bit of a run. I'm I'm saying like, that my like you look at the track record. Other these other teams have done it before. They've had a good supporting cast and they find their guy at quarterback and they explode. Your team has done it. My team has done it. Yeah, my there's team. No reason, well, debatable with, with, like with the Seahawks Rogers, with a guy like Aaron Rodgers who has healthfully been a member of the goat debate for some time. Yeah. I don't think he is, but like he's been in the debate. There's no reason to see why the Jets can't do it.
1: Now, here's a great question for you. Because you mentioned the Seahawks, that, but we did it in an untraditional way where we traded our Hall of Fame quarterback away. Sure. And it was arguably the best decision they've ever fucking made. But
0: Sometimes it works. Sometimes you do what you need to do and it works.
1: Yeah, and they're in their fucking wheelhouse. They are in Pete Carroll's wheelhouse. They're in John Schneider's wheelhouse where we can go, hey... We can pick up dudes in the draft that we can go, okay, this is your fucking role. Go play that role.
0: This can be true in literally any sport. Yes. Any sport. Because we saw it happen basically with the LA Kings. Like the Kings this past season probably weren't going to make the NHL playoffs the way Jonathan Quick was playing. They had to trade him away. And as sad as I was about that whole trade and I was angry as I was about the way it went down, I wasn't going to sit there and pretend the trade didn't make them a better team.
1: Another example. Another fucking example. John Tavares was the captain of the Islanders was with this team for almost 10 years. When he went to Toronto, it changed the complete trajectory of the franchise's history. Mm -hmm. That's a great example. We see this shit all the time. But... Because the Jets are because the Jets got Aaron fucking Rodgers, the expectations are holy shit, we can get the one seed.
0: I wouldn't like. I'm not. I'm not gonna say yes, but I wouldn't say it's entirely out of the realm of possibility. I think there's a legitimate path to doing that because we just went through this whole team. This is a good team. Yeah, this is a this, is a, good this team. is
1: a team that had a top five defense in the league that won put, seven games. You put Aaron. They beat the
0: Bills last year. I think they swept the Bills. I'm pretty sure. No, they beat the Bills once. Did they?
1: Yeah, they beat the Bills once.
0: I know they beat them once. I thought they won twice, but like. You get you get the idea though, and then like that was like with random ass guys that was like, with Zach Wilson,
1: Wilson and Mike Fucking White.
0: Aaron Rodgers, this team, this team at, at their floor this season is a winning record. Their floor is eleven wins. Yeah, their floor is eleven and twelve they, wins. If they can't get a winning record, they got to fire their coach. I don't think they have to fire Joe Douglas. I think Joe Douglas is a great GM, but they got they got to get rid of uh, Sala. Mohammed's, or not Mohammed's. Robert Saul. That's
1: a little racist, there.
0: (laughs) Robert Saul. I completely forgot his name. That's all it was. That's all good. Um, It's all good. You get a pass for that. You get a pass for that. You're good. Like Robert, I'm happy as fuck. By the way, that Robert Saul is not in the division anymore. Yeah, thank you. That's uh, that's something that we. That's that's a win there. That's a win there. And then they lo- they lost their defensive coordinator last past season, too, because D'Amico Ryan's got hired by the Texans. But it's th- but the 49ers the are still fucking... At the end of the day, what we're saying is fuck the 49ers. But... Um, <laughs> you, get what, you get what I'm saying. Like, if, if this team can't manage any success with Aaron. Like, I think by the time... If the Jets don't win a Super Bowl before Aaron Rodgers leaves, and I know he said that he wants to be there for more than a year, like, he wants this to be a multi-year project, if they can't win a Super Bowl before he leaves, blow it all up. You are being spoon-fed this. Heads should roll. How often do you get a Hall of Fame, like, franchise quarterback who's been, like, entrenched in this one team for so long come out and say that he wants to play for your team. How often do you get that? That never happens. That never fucking happens ever. Ever.
1: Okay. If Aaron Rodgers is in his last MVP was two years ago, right? 21, yeah. 21. Okay. If we get Aaron Rodgers of and even his last season in Green Bay was not that bad. It wasn't great. But okay, the point that I'm making is, you get Aaron Rodgers, like, 4,300 yards, 38 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and a top five defense in football. What is the Jets' record?
0: What's their schedule? Please hold. I'm it up right now. Please fucking hold. They uh, Oh, they have the week one opener on Monday night against the Bills. Oh, so that's going to be fun. Buffalo week one, Dallas, New England, Kansas City. Oh, they're being tested. They're being tested right early. Um, Broncos, Eagles, Giants, Chargers, Raiders, Bills, Dolphins, Falcons, Texans. They, they, they could actually go on a run late in the season. Yeah, they could go on a run late in the season from, like... They could realistically beat... They could realistically win all, like, this late stretch of games. Like, like from the start. chart... From the Giants game going forward. They could beat the Giants. They could beat the Chargers. They could beat the Raiders. Maybe they could beat Buffalo. We'll see on that one. And then Miami is another toss-up. But they will beat Atlanta. They will beat Houston. They will beat Washington. They play Miami again. But then they play Washington, Cleveland, and New England to end the season.
1: That Chiefs game on Sunday Night Football on the 1st of October is going to be fucking incredible. That will be a banger. Oh, I cannot wait. And guess who's going to the following game on Monday Night Football?
0: Seahawks-Giants. I'm going there. Nice. Fuck yeah. I'm trying to go to uh, the... Which game? There's two games that I want to go to against the Rams. One of them might be against your Seahawks. Um, Because it's near my birthday. And then there's another one that happens in October, which is early in the season when they play against Arizona. Yeah. So I want want to go – I want to – the goal is to go to a game against a weaker opponent early in the season so that I can see the healthy players win. Oh, okay.
1: So no middle finger for you. Got it.
0: Yeah. Okay. I don't – it's not against – because we don't play Seattle at home until like – November 19th. Yeah. Like the game against Arizona that I'm eyeballing is week six. The last time I went, I saw them lose to Arizona, but Stafford was hurt. That was the John Wolford game, and then I watched Cooper Cup get hurt. That was brutal.
1: Can I have it's a like- great question for you? Great question. Mm-hmm. Do you cause the last time you were on here you said the Niners are not gonna be as good as you think they are. They're not. Do you still agree with me do you still agree with that statement? I stand by it. You stand by it. Okay. I stand by it. So it pains me to ask you this question. Does Seattle win the West in 23? I <laughs> It should pain you to ask to answer this question really. It's,
0: it's it's actually like a pain regardless because I don't I don't I don't know who's the NFC West could be a lot closer than I think most people. No, yeah, of now. course. The NFC West could be a dogfight. It could be it's really could be a dogfight. I don't think the Rams are going to be as bad as they were last No, year. they most certainly the will not. i them right now. And they killed the draft. I really I like I never I haven't been excited to watch a preseason like since like the the first year they came back to LA. I haven't, yeah. I haven't been that excited to watch a preseason. Like they, this team, if you get the right players coming into their system, they'll be like fine. The rookies who you need to ball out ball out. Like this is a, this team, I think the Rams are a playoff team. No, they'll be fine. I think they'll be just fine. They'll be fine. But yeah, they'll be maybe fine. On a, maybe on a Super Bowl team. I don't have... Th- but that's the thing. You don't You don't have expectations. Uh, teams that have... Teams that don't have expectations are the ones that can be the most dangerous. Yeah. That you don't see coming. Yeah. Um. The 49ers, they got worse. I think they will be worse. No, yeah, the Niners got worse. But I don't... I, like, realistically, they're probably still one of the better teams in the division. And the Niners so lost
1: Mike McGlinchey to Denver. They lost Brock Purdy to a Tommy potential Tommy John surgery. He's probably going to miss
0: the season. He's going to miss the season. Like that's brutal. So your and starter who, is I, call your guy. Who's your guy going to be? Sam Darnold, probably. If the 40, the Forty ers have Sam Darnold, I don't trust them. I'm, I'm, I'd say I'd say the Seahawks win the division if that if he's their guy. They also their they're secondary still, we're, we're is still like, well, Jimmy Garoppolo isn't there to save them anymore. Yeah,
1: right? their, their secondary is still pretty good. It's still pretty good secondary.
0: But the sec, like I, the thing, like the issues I have with their secondary is they're always like who I they're hit who or miss. is they're hit or miss. They're super hit or miss. And then like what's his name? Is it Jimmy Ward or Chevarius uh, Ward? Not Cheverius Ward. Yeah, no, you're right. No, it's Jimmy Ward.
1: No, Ch- Jimmy Ward's not there.
0: Is he not there anymore?
1: He's not there anymore. Yeah. That, 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 yeah that, that
0: Gibson and Hufanga are your two safeties. I like Hufanga. I like him my, too. My issue with Jimmy Ward is that like he's always a guy who's consistently taking penalties in, in moments where you shouldn't take penalties. Yes. Perfect example NFC Championship game in 21. Like he can't he can't defend the pass from Odell. And then he take like the- this is a moment where uh Jaquiski Tart just drops an interception. Oh dear lord. And uh like r- on the one of the next plays right after that, that's when uh Odell makes the catch, and then before he goes down, like as he goes down, Jimmy Ward just runs into him, helmets a helmet, and gives him an extra fifteen yards, and the Rams go on the kick the game winning field.
1: Uh Steve Wilkes is the Niners defensive coordinator, by the way.
0: Don't love it. Uh, yeah I, I I like I don't see the 49ers aren't gonna be world beaters no they're not like they could still realistically win the division I won't rule them out of that race but can I can I uh, be cocky Seahawk fan for five minutes go ahead I'll let you be cocky before fan. we before we close our shot because we're approaching an hour and a half we are approaching an hour and a half and uh yeah so
1: starting Seahawks. DK Metcalf Tyra Lockett Jackson Smith Ajigba Derek Young Charles Cross Anthony Bradford Rookie uh, Olu Oluwatimi, their center for Michigan Rookie Damian Lewis Abraham Lucas uh, Noah Fant Kenneth Walker Zach Charbonnet Draymond Jones Cam Young Rookie uh, Mike Morris Rookie Derek Hall Rookie Jordan Brooks I I I agree that Jamal Adams is going to be is going to be inside linebacker. You have no fucking choice. Uh Eugene Nwosu, Devin Witherspoon, rookie, uh Jerick Reed, rookie, Quandre Diggs, Tariq Woolen, Kobe Bryant.
0: They got some ballers, man. Yeah. They really do. They, they do. Ballers. It's they could be uh they, they could be in a pretty good spot.
1: They're in their fucking wheelhouse. They they are in their fucking wheelhouse of, hey, we got a bunch of dudes, and they can fight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I agree with you. The Rams might be in the same more situation where they ace the fucking draft. Exactly. And you guys have a quarterback. Granted, coming off neck surgery, but still. You know
0: what honestly, we still have like okay. So first of all, Stafford said he's healthy. They, everybody has said that Stafford is 100. percent He's full go for the off season, which is big. Yeah. Um, if we don't, if he if he somehow gets hurt again, God forbid. I hope he doesn't. But um, you drafted sets of Bennett. Yeah, we have sets Bennett. Like that's a perfect pickup. Yeah, I love that draft. Like sets Bennett is here to be Matthew Stafford's understudy for the next several years and then by the end of his contract if he decides he's done playing football Stetson minutes the guy yeah it's perfect that's it and it, like under Sean McVay oh my god oh oh
1: delightful but like you see where I'm going with this like you I see where you're going with it like hey we both had really good drafts and really half decent off seasons.
0: Not half decent, but pretty good. Season was half was good. I I don't think their off season was great. I think that uh, you know, yes, they crushed the draft, but I think I, I think a lot of the moves that the Rams ultimately ended up making in the off season were very avoidable and lame.
1: Was also for the future, though.
0: The, I agree, but like the Jalen Ramsey trade, I they didn't need to like. I understand like some of these trades too, by the way. I understand like they want they want to make they wanted to make the Jalen Ramsey trade because they wanted to do right by him is what they said. They traded him where like they had better offers on the table. Probably offers with first round picks. I get that like you want to make him feel good by trading him where he wants to go. But fuck's sake, dude. Like what? They didn't get a first round pick out of him. And they, it's not even a pick until next year's draft. Yeah, and I hear you. They, they traded Allen Robinson for a couple of late swaps. I, I I I thought there maybe should have been a player or like an earlier pick. I was I wasn't gonna be mad if we didn't get a player for Allen Robinson, but like that was just you didn't need the trade away for that late of a pick. No, I hear you. But the Rams crushed the draft, so it feels like they kind of made like I once I kind of understand. All right, this team is basically just going full draft mode. I can. Think to myself. All right, there, there, there's a chance they'll be better this season.
1: No, they'll be better, and then the, the Cardinals, which we don't know what the fuck the Cardinals are doing.
0: And the Cardinals are a joke and a half.
1: Watch them win 13 <laughs>
0: games. Not oh the Cardinals win 13 <laughs> games, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with my-
1: <laughs> I hear you, bro. That'll do it for us on this delightful episode of the Sports Cave. Returning back from the grave, sort of. Let's call it that. Uh, Jack, pleasure to have you on once again. Pleasure as always. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Daniel Smooth, coming to you from the lovely beaches of Long Island, New York, signing off for the day, and I will see you all in this life for the next one. Have a good one, ladies and gents.